0: Look what you made me do. Look what I made for you. His name is Old Man, Old Man Way. I live by A girl. I die by the foot. Old Man, Old Man Way, Old Man. I'm about to do something terrible. Old Man, Old Man Way, Old Man. Old, Oh! old man, Old Man Nope, not doing this. We're not doing this. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Point Old Man. Old Man. So So wait, what are the three? What are the three? So I I have eleven. I'll I'll go down and you can say you can give me the yay or nay. Okay. Uh number twelve, shredder.
1: Oh, definitely, yes.
0: Uh number eleven, bane. Uh,
1: No. Yes, but no. I I do see where I see that I see how that could be yes, but no.
0: So uh, I'll just give you an excerpt of what I what I wrote. Uh, Bane strikes this writer as the kind of person who would literally kill to get into mortal, into the Mortal Kombat tournament. The good news is for him that killing is a requirement. He wouldn't care about fighting the best in the world. He already believes he's better than everyone. For him, it would be an excuse to show his strength and add to his already terrifying reputation. And then I get into the fact that like who would want to see him like use like an X-ray back backbreaker move? Yeah, go you know I mean?
1: oh, like, do the the finish. Yeah.
0: Like just the 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 right. pure, pure brutality of it all.
1: All right, can you make uh, him? Can you make the character? Does his does his size fit the format? Right.
0: Well, that's the, the good thing about Mortal Kombat. The, I think it was ten. They had this dude who was just like. I never thought I would see the day where there'd be a character bulkier than Goro. Oh, the Aztec
1: dude. Sh- sh- uh, oh no! What was, what
0: was his name? Um, hold on, because I don't know who you're thinking about. It's not the um the Khan. No, okay. It's um, you know, screw it. It's <laughs> it, it, it's the character who who walks around with another person on their back.
1: mm Hmm.
0: So so anyway, um, next up I have. Kratos, but I want him new Kratos, new ideas. Kratos is
1: Kratos is built for Mortal Kombat though, hundred yeah. percent. He looks like a Mortal Kombat character,
0: and he was in nine, I want to say. But I want this, I want Kratos from like Ragnarok with the new new set of weapons, a new state of mind. Oh, oh and the boy, yeah. Like, <laughs> or even with the boy not in there and his whole. You thing. want him with
1: that? You want him with that big that big tomahawk? And the, yes. you want him?
0: I want him nah, like, I want
1: I want Kilgore Kratos. That's
0: the one I want. I want Kilgore Kratos too, but I feel like they ruined him. Like they didn't do a good job of having that in the previous one. Yeah, no, I know. But I was like, I want him like, but I still want him terrifying because even like God of War, Ragnarok, Kratos is still terrifying. He's scary. And even more so now, I think, because he has a legitimate goal in life: protect Atreus, raise Atreus.
1: Make i want show. somebody to recut all of his voiceover work but it'd be like that the mom from all in the family i just because i feel like he's only intimidating <laughs> because of that voice <laughs> get over here boy you know I, what i mean but if it was <laughs> get over here boy i'm like, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what i mean i would
1: i would pay good money for a read oh
0: god um uh, number nine i got soldier boy from the boys
1: okay that's fair. I thought you meant the rapper. and I was like, I'd watch him get killed over oh, and yeah. over. over
0: and over and over again. Um, Dean Winchester, <laughs> that's a fun one. Um, Arya Stark. Oh, look
1: at her with her little dad jump up and drop the dagger, stab.
0: Oh yeah. Um, and you know she'd use that uh that um the one she used to kill the walkers, and it would like stab them, freeze them, and yeah, would... that's what I'm. Was... Yeah, the whole. <laughs> yeah. John Wick. I just figured he was a staple. Like, John
1: Wick, if John Wick's not in if he's not a DLC in, in Mortal Kombat One that's coming out, um, then I then I just don't know what's up.
0: Yeah. Um Beatrix Kiddo. Ooh. Uh Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Dark Willow, <laughs> Constantine, and this one this one I'm personally proud of. Vlad the Impaler or Dracula?
1: Ooh,
0: add sh- the Impaler like I'm shocked that they have not gone that route with that,
1: wouldn't that be you know man I think about this all the time like the how cool it would be to actually be on that side of design I think <laughs> if I weren't if I weren't down the path I am and even that said being down the path I am weirdly can lead into this I have I have aspirations for writing comic book and video game and and other you know mediums. And the I just think back to the I watch all the behind the the toys we grew up with or whatever. And you watch the the guys who designed the Masters of the Universe collection or the you know so many of those things. It was just this man. They were just grabbing crap out of the corner and throwing it together and making this oh dude half a half a bee and this guy <laughs> half. A, you know what I mean? It, it just. And the fun of it all, because none of this stuff existed yet. Now it's way too oversaturated, so it might be fun to get in there and try to do something super creative or revisit one of these old properties in a in a creative new way. But the the for the most part, it's I'm I wish I'd been around back then because that does sound like a
0: cool fun job. And I would love to just kind of I want I would love a behind the scenes Netflix. I've not kind of it would probably have to be like HBO but like the sitting down and like all the fatalities and brutalities that they rejected.
1: Yeah. You just <laughs> got to sit down and have these conversations. Like tr- just my job is to go to work today and design brutalities and fatalities. Like yeah. that's your whole, what is the, what are the cool new ways Luke Kang gets to kill somebody in this new game? Oh, yeah, That's a real job. Someone's got.
0: And it's funny because people would think that it would just be like an easy thing to do. Oh, such and such just punches the head off. I'm like, it's not that easy because then you have to design the mentality depending on what the person's going through, what their personality is. Mm-hmm. Um, like Johnny Cage has one in the last game where he like the the uh, they kind of retook the Mortal Kombat two. Where you knock off three heads, mm-hmm. and in the, in the last one, it's three takes. He hits one, and they go take one, and it and it does it. And the next one he goes, it it's fucked up. Like the jaw just comes up. And Johnny Cage goes, Who hired this guy? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then the third one is just stuck on his hand and he throws it at the screen. But here's the beauty of it it isn't him throwing the head at the screen. That's great. It's him throwing at throwing it at the screen. And then he slow, then as it slowly pans down, he's flipping you off. And I'm like, that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty fucking cool it's it's
1: subtle man there's some there's some really intelligent uh writing in the visuals of that game i fell in love with 11 that was so much fun
0: speaking of games gotta talk about this and i am super late but ghost of tsushima is probably the best game i've played in over a decade so yeah (laughs) and i and i got it on playstation 5 so like i'm i got the new updated version uh buddy of mine gave me his um Five K TV, and I'm playing on this thing, and I'm just like, and for a while, I'm just like riding a horse and just looking at how beautiful everything is, like the the vibrant reds and just the dark and grim of the night. And I'm like, this is, I was like, where the where the hell has this game been all my life? And and then the story behind it, and and I, the character who isn't funny, he's not an amusing like some quip machine. But he has these subtle moments and it's just, oh, this is, this is perfect. This is absolutely fantastic. And the attention to detail with certain aspects or like, for me, like the base level stuff that I know about samurai culture and then seeing it. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is kind of dope. And then it kind of made me like go back and look up some other stuff that, that went into like going this and like, oh, is is this something that really happens in samurai culture? Is this something that happened in, I think this is, I think it's feudal Japan or feudal China. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was Japan. That like, made me want to go back and look these things up. And and it was funny. I said to a buddy of mine, we were talking about um uh, gun control. And I said, You gotta love America. I was like They've taken, they stole gunpowder. <laughs> <laughs> and now, and it's like they stole gunpowder. They even appropriated guns. And I was like, this is the funniest shit ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's a man that, so that game, uh, good games, good stories, good anything in general, if you're going to consume some kind of entertainment, should spark some sort of curiosity in you. It should be something you're interested in right even if it's complete fiction even if it's a total fantasy land or whatever it should inspire you with color with with vastness of the land with so many all these different elements that you can sort of mimic in a good game and most of these games now have have adopted the same sort of mechanics right uh, Ghosts of Tsushima is part Assassin's Creed. It's part, you know. There's, there's many, many elements you've seen before, right? The button control, the this and that. I'm, I'm playing Final Fantasy 16 right now, and it's, it's wondrous, but it's also elements of Devil May Cry and elements of, you know, Final Fan. All these we've seen all these pieces before. So, yeah. all you can really hope to do is put the character and the and the action list that you're assigning it into the most beautiful world that you can possibly create with unreal engine and that's what these designers are doing it's really to me the games I'm interested in are the ones that are the most beautifully created Ghosts of Tsushima which is just staggering Japan right taking advantage of of the trees and the flowers and the wind and the water and the Heights and the mountains and the that kind of landscape dude you all you want to do is get on a horse and ride around and they made the mechanics and the assassination stuff and all of the ninja moves that they give the samurai they make them so damn fun that when you're not riding around enjoying every moment of riding around you're fighting someone and enjoying every moment of fight and it's just a if if you're making a good game or a great game you get all those parts right and it's not that's i think assassin's creed uh, odyssey was in the same vein for me where they just they nailed both parts i was having such a good time soaking in mediterranean greece that you know i didn't care if it took me a while to get to this place and mark cuz once i marked all these guys i was about to go on a 25 person slaughter and run
0: <laughs> it, it, yeah.
1: you know and those every element of it is enjoyable uh it comes final fantasy we're coming the whole theme of this thing is closed loops right the the better, the, the how good it feels to have the circuit close, right? To see all the, to set all the dominoes up and then see them all fall in perfect order. That, that satisfying sensation you get in your soul, that's why we play video games. So you're yeah. leveling up on ghosts. I'm doing it on Final Fantasy right now. When we're both at the end of the game, what the game should, if it's successful, it will have made every step of that journey worthwhile. Gaining the skills, learning to use the skills, deploying the skills on your way to new skills so when you get to the end all of the dominoes fall into place you now have all the skills and they're maxed out And your reward for balancing your character properly is the fact that you can now walk through this world basically in god mode and you're enjoying watching spells fly and it's it's psychedelic lightning bolts and rainbows and boom 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 and all that's happening on the screen are the enemies are dying, your character's not really losing any more health, the explosions are all well-timed, everything's falling on beat, and that same little, that same little metronome in your soul that's been waiting on things to click at the same pace as it, now it's, now it's happy. And that's what video games are doing, and you are smack in the middle of Ghosts of Tsushima, which is one of the best, at, it just, it uh,
0: fills it is- all the boxes. And it's funny I couldn't wait because I've leveled up for the most part I just finished the second Island well I haven't even finished second Island because I still have missions on there and I just keep I keep looking at new ga- new game plus is one of the greatest things that's ever happened to a video game like huh and uh-huh. I can't wait to just finish everything and just like you said run through that game in God mode just just a yes. slicing and come here and fighting.
1: satisfying <laughs> it's satisfying it's we should look let me do a whole episode on this we the <laughs> I should Save it. for So the but we sh, it's we should be interested in what what these what what what's being tickled when this happens. Right. Why do we sit down and do this? What is the you know, I play Fortnite for different reasons. I'm playing that for victory over people in a fe- feeling of competition. I want my heart to beat a different way. Yeah. But when it comes to RPGs, you know, it is, I think it's important to ask what we're replicating and what we're satisfying with that experience. And I think I might be onto something with that. You know, that's kind of my own theory. Is, I know what makes me happy, I know what feels good, and I know what it takes to get a character to a point that I'm doing those activities that make me feel good. So, Yes. You know, but that's also why sometimes I play video games on easy and I don't care oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm after the satisfaction.
0: I got so. a buddy of mine goes, a, a buddy Harvey, um, he, he like he plays a game and he goes right to the hardest level. I go, no, 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 no. I'm here. For, I'm here for the story.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to impress you, too. If you if you play for sometimes I do once I'm beaten a game, if I go back to new game, plus I'll amp it up and I'll, you know, yes. Yeah. But and sometimes I'll play certain parts. If I'm if I'm in an enjoyable part of the game, and I want it to last, like it depends on yes. how long I want to to stretch out the pieces between story. Yeah. Um, but final this this current Final Fantasy and Ghost of Tsushima again to uh, I put them in the same boat. They're beautiful stories set in staggeringly beautiful landscapes. So I'm enjoying the time in the worlds between places. So I kind of will take off some of the cheaty stuff but also yeah. when i'm when when i get somewhere and i'm like man i died twice it's i am unapologetically right back to <laughs> man put me on baby mode i am i will funny. wander through here dumb please
0: this is, <laughs> the first, this is the first game i've played in a very long time where i was so stubborn when, they, when i was losing to um the first mongolian you beat before you get ghost mode he was whooping my ass oh yeah and he kept saying, "Press X to." I was like, "Oh no, 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 no! We are beating this dude on this normal level and 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 beating him, and then finally cutting his head off and not putting it on easy was so old and well, damn satisfying."
1: <laughs> there's a there's a I I appreciate the the choice, right? So I'm a I'm a grown ass man with limited time. <laughs> yeah, it's sometimes I got all night, sometimes I don't, and it depends on where I am in my life and in that game and how much I. There's a lot of variables to it. So I appreciate the option versus what I grew up on, which was every game started at the beginning and you had to, you know, it's it's for a while. We didn't even have 30 free men in Contra. You know, we had three. (laughs) And if if you can imagine how maddening that game is when you can only die three. So and there is no there's no levels. There's no difficulty selection, bitch. Get to the end or
0: don't. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and, and, and this this is actually a perfect segue to the um a topic you brought up on the Slate Hand experiment. For all you all you new gamers out there, play an original Mega Man game. Oh, the there was no choice of easy and hard. No, that game was just difficult period.
1: You had Mega Man 2 was so in my mind it is the perfect game. It Ooh. is I mean flawless, flawless game. It gives you it gives you the ultimate closed circuit satisfaction at the end because what you have is not a linear game. You have you have choice. You get to for the first time, you know, the Mega Man series offered you the opportunity to not play games on or the levels in the order that they were given to you by oh, the yeah? developer.
0: Okay. Yeah. You have
1: yeah. you have eight choices to make at the very beginning. And At the time, when the first, forget the first Mega Man, it came out, it was its own game, it was great, still the best game that had come out at the time, but two in particular, when it came out, and I remember buying it with my lawn mowing money, I had gone, I must have been, I don't even know how old I was, I was a child, I was doing, I was mowing lawns when I was like 10 or 11 years old in my neighborhood, I would save all my money up, I went to Toys R Us, the corner of Dallin and Highway 69, like I remember vividly, And I walked out with Mega Man 2, and it was this purple box, and I took it home, and there was no information.
0: There (laughs) was
1: none. So you just picked, well, this dude looks interesting. And no one told you to start with Flash Man. You had to play everybody to get to the last boss and realize your dumb bullets were useless against (laughs) everybody but this one dude. And then once you beat him, then you could stop the next dude, right? Well, I could stop Quick Man, and then I could do so. You have the you you end up with this order of operations that was yours to discover. And then you get to the end of the game and all of these things you've learned, and mercifully they would give you passwords. So once you beat a boss, yeah. you you had that you could you could revisit your game from that state that place. So but it rewarded you at the end for having solved this puzzle, for figuring out that you needed the bubble lead to beat the wood man, or that you needed airman to beat the bubble guy, or that you that you need that Rock beats scissors, like this eight-way game with yeah. rock, scissors, paper.
0: Oh my god! Then you find that one character that like beats a boss with one hit. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: So you had that. You had the satisfaction too of Metal Man, which made every it replaced your regular bullet because it was so easy to refill. It was so fast. It had a wider. So you you learn all these little parts, and then you get to Doctor Wily's castle, and there's five levels of that. And dude, there's blocks that just. Appear And you have to learn these patterns in this. It was the exact right level of intense that it wasn't impossible. It wasn't the Lion King on Super NES or Genesis or whatever that game was impossible. It was just <laughs> hard. And if yeah. you if you took the time to learn the patterns and figure out what begat what, then the reward was so crazy high in exchange for the effort. And it's just like dopamine, dopamine, dopamine. And as a child, <laughs> that's that really hooked me. And I, I think that's what I pursue in video games to this day. That same sort of satisfaction of not just the, the figuring it out and it rewarding you greatly with God mode for having done it, but also the level of visual beauty, right? Every level had a very like vivid color palette uh the the sort of like the background i'm in right now the neon pinks and synth wave of Flashman, and the oranges and reds of Heatman, man and the all of those levels you know the light blues and pastels of airman you just everything had a feel to it and I, I it was distinct and it was different and it wasn't all everything now is one big muddy blur of everything and that at the time yeah. had some distinction and it just checked my boxes brother Give it a show. I need a m-give me the keys to the Mega Man kingdom.
0: So that was one of the, the franchises you said you wanted. Yes, I do. I was I was like Mega Man. I was like, huh? But then you started breaking down, like seeing like these new like powers and abilities coming out of Mega Man. And then I started remembering the cartoon, which I absolutely the fighting robot. Like, you know what I mean? That whole like speed. I was like, God, I remember how much I loved like the old like mega man cartoons and i was like fuck i would love to see a a newer version of that
1: the world was simple it was there's i've been revisiting a lot of these old ips right the uh, masters of the universe i brought up mega man is i'm very interested in the storytelling from that era because it wasn't as saturated we hadn't seen anything yet now we've seen everything and we're we're I would argue that we're bored. And I would argue that there's no fixing Hollywood currently until there is a more immersive experience to be had. I think we have swallowed every two-dimensional experience that they can give us in ter- terms of story and visual. And it's just getting increasingly hard. If you look at what Marvel's doing, and I want to try to not uh veer too far off of Mega Man, I want to come back, but the even what Marvel's doing right now, bro, I'm I am trying desperately to to cling to the to the ship of of the MCU, but I am I am into Secret Invasion right now, and I am I am just giggly with boredom. Uh, <laughs> I I watched Ant Man and Quantum Man.
0: That movie was not good. Ant Man. Just- it is
1: it is a fr- <laughs> it is a downward spiraling fractal. In the marvel universe there is you've shown me everything at the beginning i had never seen a man in an iron suit when you did this to me in two when was iron man 2009 um 987 something like that okay 15 years ago i'd never seen this before same as i'd never seen the dinosaurs of jurassic park um and it was just enough and then you gave me everything what i wanted was to know that that was possible and spend some time with my imagination trying to get to what the rest of the the characters would look like if they got brought to life. Yes. And you gave them all to me really really fast and now you're out of characters and now you're giving me stuff I don't even know if I want it anymore. And now I got Adam Warlock and whatever's going on in Guardians and there's a, a dude dressed like a squirrel. I don't even know what's happening. It but it's it's the it's
0: too much. When I was a kid so the I'm magic just- Go ahead. I was gonna say I'm gonna challenge that only because Go ahead. there's a few things that I think. All right, I'm gonna exclude Marvel from this because Guardians of the Galaxy I love, but there was a lot of emotional aspects to that. Adam well, War- I thought it was a gr- three was a great movie. It ultimately was a great movie, yes. but it's but there it, it was there was still a lot of the same formulaic Marvel stuff. Which I what did you what
1: did you see in Guardians three that you had not seen before?
0: That's the thing. A lot of it is the same formula. Now let's go over to um, across the Spider Verse, which there, was, that's
1: in a different world. That's doing that's doing some stuff.
0: So there is. So it's like it was just visually. So I need to go back and watch this movie again because I thought it was a ten out of ten, but I couldn't get past just how visually stunning it was. So because the, you're
1: that, you're seeing something for the
0: it is. So, so that's what i'm saying so like now you take i think the problem with the only thing the part i'm challenging is having things we haven't seen before i think part of the problem is and something you brought up we've seen a man in armor before mm-hmm. ant-man doesn't necessarily need armor sometimes simplicity works deadpool if they gave deadpool this like ultra cgi like costume it just wouldn't work because that's not deadpool i don't need another scott lang story give me eric o'grady eric o'grady is a giant piece of shit he's one of the worst people he he had sex with his dead best friend's ex-girlfriend on his grave that is one of the most deplorable things i have ever seen in a comic book Body well, at was... least
1: dead wasn't the adjective in front of the girl. You know what I mean? That could have been a way worse.
0: Oh, give it time. He's give it time. He he would probably do that too. He'd probably he's the type of guy who'd look at it and go, Well, the body was still warm. Like, you know what I mean? That's it. but like, see, give me a character like that that's just so different. And like, well, and I think that's the problem, is but this, is, this is a failure. Until Marvel gets an actual failure, not like a, a movie where that it's bad and still makes his money. They need a failure. Uh, Something that lets people know that, like, hey, well, we but, but more. this
1: is this is what this is what I think is going to happen. You're you're going to one, you're gonna get different so. Remove for a moment the fact that we're for sure going to move towards more immersive experiences, either through AR or VR, whenever they work that out. There's, we're headed that direction. We're moving off of the two-dimensional plane. But in the interim, and there is a lot of interim, right? We're still, we're still many, many, many years away from the way we consume media disappearing. Absolutely. So what, there's so much out there that the the normal and we're on if this is the curve right and it's headed up and then it makes that dip i'm not we're somewhere in that top part but i don't know if we're still on the way up or i'm not sure if we're on the way down but we're we're almost zero gravity um according to black adam and shazam (laughs) so so if if you look at all that the average person we're, we're we're converging on a point where the average fan could not possibly consume everything that's being put out right we're still on the line, though, where we're trying to. And it's, that's where we're getting weightless, because it's about to, we're about to realize, oh, oh, shit. And we're about to have to go plummeting back towards a point of choosing where you go, hey, this is impossible. I'm tra- everybody's talking about this show, but everybody's also talking about this show and this show and this show and this show. And the tr- truth is I got five hours a week I can dedicate to this stuff, and they're asking me to consume 30. So I can't watch Dungeons and Dragons and Willow. And, you know what I mean? Where yeah. you just, and Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, and you get to some point, I think I've made the joke before, oh my God, which elf is Anakin again? Because you just, it's the <laughs> same characters gotcha. playing, plus you're using the same cast, right? How many things can Gwendolyn Christie possibly be in? How many things can Michelle Yo be in? How many, th- these certain actors, and then they latch onto them, and I'm trying to remember what Carl
0: character? Urban, why the
1: fuck is Carl Urban Johnny Cage? Carl Urban? Why? Why? Andy <laughs> circus is about every character I've seen in a TV. I think he's himself in three different things to the point where I can't legitimately when I turn on a show and I go to when I turned on this season of Strange New Worlds, okay, Star Trek. I turn it on and they do a recap and I might as well have never seen an episode of this show in my life because it has been buried under the tsunami of Discovery and whatever the other Star Trek is, and I don't know how many Star Wars series and all of these Marvel things, all of that in the last 12 months since this show went off the air. And my brain just can't hold on to it all. So in this big big arc that we're, I think we're about to be in a place where people are going to just have to Pick the couple of things they're into, and instead of everything going for this big, broad, Marvel level, huge audience, I think it's gonna be more specific stuff for more specific people and hopefully some depth to some things, and I mean real depth and not just how can we fill in as many blanks as possible, right? Telling me showing me how how Han Solo and, and Lando made the Kessel run is not depth that is that is you moving laterally i already know how they made the kessel run i had a millennium falcon and i had the action figures when i was a kid nothing you show me on screen with or without D- donald glover is going to do the kessel run better than my my little toys made it but if you are willing to tell me deeper stories in that universe and really give me character and show me and let me know what it feels like to embody that someone who lives in that place and this you're gonna, gonna awesome. let me see those visuals,
0: bro? I'm in all day. Let this me pick two or three. The, this is why I love the Star Wars comic books as much as I do. Yes, they really dive completely. The Vader stuff. You oh turned me God. on to it. It's I brilliant. Didn't how much I love Darth Vader until I read that. He is a sadistic motherfucker, but he's also conniving. He's also um, just not what's the world, He's um devious. He's calculated. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is this is the Darth Vader that I understand that everybody loves. And yeah, you want to see more of him too. Yeah. And then I'm watching, then I'm reading these um uh Star Wars stories where Han Solo and Luke Skywalker are doing stuff, and then you're like, I forgot how incompetent both of them dudes are. Oh god, but, it, but it's so funny watching them succeed because they're incompetent. It's Despite that, despite yeah despite them being um in common thank you um or just watching princess leia um be more than just a something to look at mm-hmm. uh then they introduced dr Afra. they introduced oh fuck i can't remember the jedi darth vader got his uh lightsaber from
1: oh Plegius.
0: yes and just watching him ple- i could be wrong
1: about that by the way
0: but watching him plead with Vader, please just take the lightsaber, leave the people. And Vader going, No, <laughs> every it's like, and I love Darth Vader's whole thing. If anybody can get it, I don't <laughs> care who you are. And I these- was
1: very impressed by the way with the artwork on that uh Vader series, and I can't remember the guy's name now. Uh, he's a Mexican artist. I w- I reached out to him, and uh, he, he does all those digitally. Uh, I was I wanted uh some oh, um, from that series. Mike Diodato? No. Um, oh, he's Brazilian. No. He's Brazilian. Um, um I I'd, I'd remember I feel like it starts with an E, but I, I confuse him with another artist, Efrain Malo. Um anyway, I'll have to look it up. But he's a uh I reached I was so impressed by the way he draws Vader. There's something really uh tangible to the, the texture of like the that pleated leather on the legs and stuff. It's beautiful artwork.
0: Oh, uh Ready? Raphael Yanko?
1: Yes. Uh yeah, I think that's it.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't believe, like I said, I'm reading this and I'm just going, I'm I'm all in. Like I so I've I've been diving in back and forth. And one of the reasons I I have such the reason I'm so disappointed in what Marvel has been doing is because like the stories are there. Like Secret Invasion. I remember there was a uh, news report that said, "Oh, the creator didn't want people to read the uh, comic book." And then one guy was like, "Oh, uh, one of the writers said I read the comic book." And my best friend goes, "Uh, oh, well, I can't tell."
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, cuz I'm re- I'm watching this and I'm I'm enjoying it. But I think I'm enjoying it because of Nick Fury, because of Sam Jackson, because he's just being him. And I was like, "I can always watch that." Or Don Cheadle is Rhodey. Like their whole interaction was fantastic but for the most part it has nothing you haven't
1: seen and it's not yeah. going anywhere you haven't gone and it's yeah. and i'm not knocking it i'm not saying it's not beautiful cinema i'm not it's samuel jackson on film i mean there's all kinds of not waste it's not a waste of time but i just want to go somewhere i haven't been yet
0: like, and yeah, that's like it. everything's it's 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 become very fast and the furious and i while i love those movies I'm not going to the theater to see him anymore unless like I can sit and eat and drink. Now, on on the flip side of that, you have John Wick. You know what you're getting with John Wick. John Wick is, you know what John Wick is? John Wick is a steak you eat at your favorite steak place once a year.
1: Yes. You know why it tastes so good too? Because there is no depth to it. It is. And I'm, I'm not saying, so there is, I'm making an argument simultaneously for depth and shallowness. All right. There is when you go, you can go shallow if you don't go broad, right? Marvel is not going deep anymore. They are just spreading out, right? They are just spreading CGI a thousand things on screen at one time, lasers everywhere. They're spreading that as paper thin. Yes. And, but when you give it to me in little pieces, shallow's okay. I don't need depth yeah. if it's just a pretty tasty morsel, right? I don't need sauce on the steak. I just want good steak and to know that I'm only – hey, this is going to be a piece of beef. There's, I have no pretenses that it's going to come with all this these nutritional supplements and all these other th- – you're not putting anything else. It's just a piece of steak, and that's what I came for. John okay. Wick is tasty steak. I'm not there for – yeah, it's four movies, but it's been four movies over 10 years. And none of them, none of them have the audacity to go anywhere new. And and by nowhere new, I mean, they're just aware of what they are. Yes. We're not pretending yes. to be anything. Marvel comes in under the pretense of this is going to be something else spectacular. Exactly. And it's never is. John Wick is like, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to open the door for the next 90 minutes. All we're going to do is shoot people because we're mad at a dog. That's it. That's going to be oh the just people dying for 90 straight minutes. You're never going to feel afraid for John Wick. Taken was the same way. I never single one time in the whole movie that <laughs> I feel like Liam Nees. I don't think he got punched. And that's okay. Did you? Have you that's seen it not, not okay. You? Do what? Have you seen it for John Wick? No, I haven't watched the new one yet.
0: Okay, okay. I'm glad I didn't say it. there's a moment in that movie. No, you
1: can you can you can spoil it because there's so much shit out there that by the time yeah. I do watch this, even if it was in two hours, my head would have been crammed full of so much other stuff I'd have forgotten.
0: So there's the ending is the ending is an ending, and the way they played it out, you see it coming, but even even though you see it coming, you still smile when it happens. But one of my favorite moments of that movie didn't come while I was watching the movie, it was before I saw it sitting at home and my my best friend texts me he goes oh my god john wick has
1: nunchucks (laughs)
0: and and all i can say was
1: of course he does
0: yeah of course he does but then i'm like how do they make john wick with nunchucks interesting and then i'm thinking that sentence alone john wick has nunchucks you don't need any more than that and he is beating and it he gets fancy you know he spins them a couple of times but for the most part he is just beating people in the fucking head with them (laughs) and it was just like yeah and then there's this one dude he is the he's you know what it is there's this one big fat guy he's like six feet tall he's he's built like a fucking barrel and he looks like a coward and then he fights and you're like oh you're a street fighter character And he's like throwing high kicks and he kicks John Wick off a fucking balcony. And that's the other thing I love about John Wick. He gets he gets his ass whooped a lot. He's not so (laughs) so but so so to the John Wick, so something
1: about these things, it's when you're this self-aware, when you know what you are, and you just pretend you 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 become the video game that is in God mode, right? Yeah. This is just explosion satisfying explosions on screen and i somewhere in there i think that's what's frustrating and i'm gonna i'm gonna try and bring all this back home but somewhere in there that is what i feel like marvel isn't delivering on so every now and again what i want to see is is a story play out and when people get in i want to see novel stuff on screen do you remember the tv show the nevers i think it was it might have been a josh whedon project it was on for one season i think it was i HBO remember the name but i don't think yeah, it's, it's all forgettable stuff. This came a couple of years ago. There was a fight scene with this – it was this female – she's not a superhero, like a uh, fantasy I, – I don't even remember the plot. It's all – that's how all weird it is. But the – she was kind of in a fight with this big Josh dude. Weirden?
0: Was – <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself, but whatever. I it's, that's cool. I, 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 I fake <laughs> laugh.
1: The, uh, so <laughs> – he she's fighting this guy and he can one of them can walk on water so there's a where the one person is above the surface and she's using and she's under the water choke like it was so it did something that i'd never seen and i remember it made me sit up on the couch like this 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 yeah. more of this i wish this came with a better plot in a season two but i'll take the visual set piece and that's what marvel hasn't when i watched ant-man and the wasp nothing in that movie happened that was original. There wasn't even a cool fight or a maneuver or no. a thing. And that's I always get that with a John Wick. I always get that with some of these certain properties. That's fun. You went in, you gave me simple, colorful explosions that did what I wanted to do in a different way than I'd seen before, and we all left satisfied.
0: Shit, fuck I talk shit about the Fast and the Furious movies, but I get something stupid and new. every movie. Well, but it's so the what it it is, but the it's kind of
1: like it's when when they make video game movies, what they focus on always ends up being the wrong thing, right? You try and give, they end up giving character to the characters that we grew up with, and they try to go deep and you know give you the world and have the character go through the arc and all the stuff you need to happen in a movie, but in a video game it's if you look at where a character starts and where a character ends, they don't change nearly as much as they have to in a movie because oh, yeah. in a video game, the elements that are changing are powers, they're physical, they're abilities, they're, your character grows in a different way and it less narratively and more you know, physically. And then when you try to port that over to a movie or a TV show, you find you're having to develop a totally different side of that character that one never really existed in the first place. I'm not talking about these modern video games where everything is in depth and, you know, you know, super plots, but I'm talking about, we were talking about Mega Man and to come right back to that. uh, Eventually the, that had such a simple plot. If you go to try to make that more complicated, you have to take leaps that most of your audience didn't take when they were growing up as kids. You're not staying true to the source material you're literally creating source material so that's where i think a lot of video game movies fall short they're not well received it's like because you didn't invent the world i invented when i was a kid the best thing you can do is give me poppy visuals give me the world don't do too much on the character make it much more about the action and the visuals and and have have the arc be something different than your lead and allow me to put some of my own elements that I remember as a child onto that main character, right? Make him a little tofu in a way that we can all fill in some blanks. You give us enough information to make it interesting if we have no preconceived notion. But leave some room for me to fill it in.
0: So I know slay has got to go, but I appreciate him even spending like the, the time to do this. So before we go, I have six prop- video game properties that I'd like to see become projects. Ooh. And just like we did the um the Mortal Kombat thing, you give me the, the yay or nay. Uh number one, God of war, but make it a Japanimation style cartoon, like a series.
1: Sort of like they did Castlevania. Yes. I could get with that. It's a not everything does well under that treatment, but God of War is is probably didn't they do uh it's the same company that did is it Son of Zeus? What was the there's another Netflix property by the Castlevania folks. Um that I don't know. Maybe it's not Son of Zeus. Anyway, it's it's got a Greek or Roman setting and the
0: uh if they handled it it might be pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh we talked about go to Susima, but I'm the more I think about it, I'm like I don't know if I want that even to be touched by a property. I kind of just like the game being a standalone, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. I think that I think they'll mess up. Some things need the the gameplay in between the storyline and a lot of ghosts is is playing with that dude and i just don't know if it deserves a recreation on a screen yeah don't don't do it a different way
0: yeah the journey is probably part of it and like i said there are just certain moments where building up to that doesn't necessarily work when you're doing that um uncharted but i don't want tom home i want someone who looks old and weathered in their 30s rugged like- yeah like i i like the tom holland uncharted movie i think i would have liked it more if they didn't call it uncharted
1: it, i was i was really about to say that it wasn't a i don't know that it was a terrible film but it was you know i once you give it once i go into it with expectations i'm probably leaving disappointed
0: yeah uh i don't know if you have ever played these games ratchet and clank
1: oh that's a man i'm an oh i've been playing the playstation since the playstation um Yeah, uh, done right, I'm 100% in on Ratchet and Clank. Cartoon properties are are fun.
0: Yeah, I even like the movie. People didn't really like the movie. It was very similar to the game they put out. But I watched the movie. I enjoy it. I smile. And the fact that they don't take themselves seriously at all. They even make a reference to the game. He was like, uh, illegal use of a time traveler. She goes, now that's a funny story. I was like, oh, you guys get it. This is is fucking great. Um, Street Fighter but for the love of god please <laughs> just, just i just hate so the it. <laughs> go ahead
1: go so ahead so the 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 anime that they did the street fighter anime oh, so is good. from the 90s a lot of uh a lot of my buddies are in that they're they're the they're the vo- uh american voices on some of the series that they did uh including the right reverend robert l mungle uh i think yeah. he was guile maybe yeah um but I enjoyed that. That was '90s anime stuff. Then the '90s movie friend thing, Raul, that whatever that was came out, and it was fun, campy, in hindsight, ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, this comes back to you have to create if you're going to put a property like that on screen. You end up having to create backstories and characters in depth in ways that your audience has already created in their own imaginations and you are venturing into the world of having to violate their creations and replace it with your own and i just
0: always think that's an uphill battle man oh yeah and you know what really gets me about um about about this is like you it's all right there and just But if you do, if you
1: were to, so the thing is, if you, if you were to do it, if you were to do a street fighter movie, I think that people found satisfying. I think you would almost Scott Pilgrim it. I think it's, it's very similar to how I would slowly envision a Mega Man movie. I would not attempt to give depth to any of the, the people you had to go through on the way to the, the the end. I would give the, I would give them to you satisfyingly. You yeah. would see the, the fight happen. You would see the the, the, the the setting. You would see all the things with your eyes that you wanted to see. All the little cogs would fall into place, and you'd move on to the next thing, and you'd combine a couple of them. You'd have to, you know, you obviously would have to move the story beats up and down to keep it interesting. But if you just fed them to people like that in the very John Wick steak kind of way, that I, I played a character, I started as Ryu, that's who we're following through the film, and I see Ken, and I see Dawson, and I see Blanca, and I see Sagat, and I see, I see all these characters, but never, you never force me to swallow more than I need to, and yes. you, you're telling a bigger story that gets closed at the end, and I think people would be really, really happy with that, but they never go that route. They always want to do more than they
0: should. And to your point again, like that early 90s anime style cartoon was was perfect. There were really goofy moments. There was some depth to it. And that fight between Chun-Li and Vega was one of the best, still one of the best fight scenes I've ever seen. Yes. So you kicked him out a fucking window. It's like, yeah, this is mm-hmm. this is what it's supposed to look like. But the, the they didn't. You could only go, they only went so
1: deep. And that's what was you just I was there for the fights. That's it. I'm, sure. I'm watching Street Fighter to see new creative ways to kick people in the face, homie.
0: That's oh it. God there's a street fighter versus Ninja Turtles comic book. And you know what, you know what they, you know what they, they open with Guile and Raphael beating each other up. It's I would have <laughs> opened with Johnny Cage
1: squaring off and punching a Ninja turtle in the balls and realizing it was ineffective. That would have been a great opening scene because turtles don't have balls. Right. And then somebody would have made a cloaca joke or something. It would have been on page two.
0: Oh man. Um, and lastly, I got, oh, wait, I just had it too. Um, the Batman Ar- Batman Arkham. I would love to see three seasons of just that. Just three seasons of Batman Arkham. But if you handed problem- Batman Arkham to the DC animation
1: department, I'm I'm a thousand percent in.
0: Yeah. The only thing DC has done animation animation wise that I didn't like was Injustice, but they tried to do too much and less. It was probably the worst thing I've ever purchased. Um it was just they ruined something that could have been good because it seemed like they rushed it. It was like injustice happened in comic book time in a span of five years. They tried to break it all Mm -hmm. down and do all of it in like six months. And it was like, it just, just bad. But other than that, Oh my God. Like they did long Halloween. I was like, yeah, they broke this down into two parts and it was fantastic. They did um Tower of Babel, changed the name to doom to, you know, to Mm -hmm. piss off religious people. And it was fantastic. I loved it.
1: Yeah, they're uh, they're they they really know what they're doing. It's uh, they should have been running their actual department. They're not just their actual film department. We'll All see right. what happens with the new universe.
0: All uh, right. Before we get into where the people can find you, I have something new I'm going to try. It's called the Word of the Day. I have a Google Doc where I just find words that I read that I love and I just kind of keep them. This one's going to be simple. It's a word I love. It's just ma, Maw M A W. The jaws. Ooh. Are- yeah, I love this word. Uh, the uh, the jaws or throat of a voracious animal. I just love the word maw. It's, it's, I love it. Just, I was reading a daredevil comic book and he was talking about, um, uh, diving deep into the maw of the unknown. And I was like, oh, that was just beautifully written.
1: It's a terrifying Lovecraftian word. It makes me think of like giant, gaping undersea jaws and the. That's what made that character in uh Endgame and Infinity War or what which one was it uh Maw. so terrifying Ebony Maw. Ebony Maw. It's cuz that word
0: is a terrifying word. Yes. And then Thanos at the end of it I see you defeated the Maw and I'm like oh god. Yeah, the
1: Maw. That's just uh, you picture the Sarlacc pit. You picture I mean just mm-hmm. a big dark toothy ugh. yeah, exactly. That's a damn good word.
0: All right, so where can everyone find you? Um, and for people who don't know, you can find the Whiskey Brothers uh, special on Amazon for free, uh, yep. but you should you should purchase it. Uh, but where else can they find you?
1: So YouTube is the best place. Uh, go to just search Sladeham, S L A D E H A M. You can pop that after the YouTube slash uh the whiskey brothers also the uh the whiskey brothers special is on our YouTube channel now so it is available oh, nice. for streaming free and then I've got like 30 episodes of this Slade Runner travel series that I've done from all, travels all around the world uh, My Slade him experiment goes up there um I'm shooting a new comedy special August 19th uh so if you happen to be
0: ah, in the Houston my wife, area my wife's
1: ah well, perfect. I'll uh, I'll do a shot for her afterwards. Um, if anyone happens to be in the Houston area for any reason, uh, tickets are available. Uh, but everything me slateham.com, and uh, I'm not hard. I'm the only slateham. It makes I'm not. If I was a Tony Smith or something, I'd be screwed. But I'm, I'm very non. not very competitive in the slateham world.
0: <laughs> like I just just to make sure, I literally just opened up YouTube, typed in slateham, and you are the first uh, and only thing that comes up. So so there we go. Pretty easy. To find. <laughs> Um, I enjoyed the slate hand experiment. It's literally just 30 minutes, around 30 minutes of you just talking shit. It's like, you know, just getting your thoughts out. Or as you said earlier in the previous episode, which I'm going to split into two, um, plucking that porcupine quill out of your brain. So
1: I get it. You know, what? at the very least, it's going to leave you with something different to think about than what you were thinking about when you came in. Because I'm, I'm pretty random.
0: Yeah, I'm two episodes behind, but I just finished the one where you was talking about the um. The middler, not the middle of the um feature. Oh, yes, feature
1: yes, 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 yes. They're not to... always good.
0: I knew there was something <laughs> I want to talk about, but I'll save for another one. Yeah, uh, how um eloquently you put the idea of words changing. Uh-huh. It's, on, it's on one of the uh, previous episodes, and um, I definitely think you should go check it out for people who don't understand that hey, just because you grew up with a word doesn't necessarily mean that you should go around saying it. Um, as a black male, uh, fun fact for you, uh, people are still running around dropping that n bomb even though they shouldn't, so <laughs> yeah. but, you know. But, there's, but you put it in such a way that makes a lot of sense where it's just like, you know, words change and it's not just the offensive words, just words in general change. Like Webster's Dictionary like makes um, additions and, um, and additions to their dictionary all the time. Language is
1: constantly evolving, constantly. All it is, it's a symbolic representation of the ideas in your head, right? The fact that, again, that I, I was, I was just talking about this last night. Uh, the, that I, that I can have a, a an experience, right? Some sort of an emotional human experience can occur in, in inside of me. And then I can make the air vibrate a certain way with a series of clicks and pops, and you can have the same experience. Is that not crazy bizarre like that's what's happening underneath everything right Mm -hmm. i can explain to you what it's like to be freezing cold from this camping trip i went on and after i'm done you will have gone you will understand what i experienced that's fucking sorcery dude that's like witchcraft and voodoo all rolled up into one big gumbo so the way we do that is by choosing and selecting the 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 vibrations and clicks that we're going to use to represent certain things and that changes as people change and to pretend that making a certain click and pop, <laughs> you know, is the same as the people who made that click and pop 100 years. Well, of course, it's not. They're different people. They're describing a different experience. So now we're just nitpicking over what the clicks and pops are. And that seems like an absurd way to spend my time worried about that kind of. Shit. It's just uh, uh, it moves. It's a slight window moves.
0: I I a phrase I've been adopting the last couple of years is when something like that happens and someone's just either being intolerant or stupid. I really just look at him and go, look, I don't I don't care enough to have this conversation. Yes. <laughs> and, I, and I just gotta yes. move it. Um, Thanks. but it also reminded me of this lupe fiasco line. I um uh, um it's harder than sitting with a blind man and trying to describe yellow. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. Ah <laughs> Lupe is so smart. <laughs> uh all right Slade thank you for taking the time to do this i know you got stuff to do you had a fun morning yes. apparently <laughs> um
1: <laughs> yeah it's all uh the numbness went away while we were talking
0: so um check out Slade Ham you can give me uh look check out the whiskey brothers uh go to the go to the youtube page you can find the whiskey brothers not the jug band i don't know if there's a thing um <laughs> but go to youtube type in the whiskey brothers find uh Slade Ham on youtube as well find their podcast everywhere you can find podcasts Um, I am Old Man Wade, and as always, be excellent to each other. Peace. Damn it, Wade!